Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I, Erica, we're gonna have to start numbering them because I have no idea which episode this is. But it's like fourteen. Oh, all right. You, well, you guys are on it. You guys knew it. <laughs> so welcome back, and we also have Nick back for ooh, ooh. part two of the part one of the part one or the part part one of the part two. And we're on the last day of men's mental health awareness. Oh, what a coincidence! <laughs> It wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't. This was not planned. Yeah. It kind of was. <laughs> All right, so start from the beginning. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, well, hi, guys. It's me again. <laughs> We're back with another one. A part one. Men's mental health. Here we go again. And thank you guys all for listening. Yep. For the last one. And all yeah, of them. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> so what what where did we leave off last week that you wanted to continue? Oh, so I think it was more so uh I think we left off at childhood. Right? Yeah, because you, you explained like a lot of like where you are at now and it's like, well, how did you get here? Like we well we touched on how how did you get here, but it's more so like where did you come from? Yeah, so why I'm where I came what where where I come from where I'm from. Obviously Southeast Side, South Darien, Hundred Eighth and Hoxie, born and raised, uh Mother Teresa, uh Father Nick. Both stayed right there in Hundred Eighth. Um Mom basically raised me and my two brothers. Dead bounce like they all do, right? Take off. <laughs> but why did he do the running? <laughs> that's that's all I heard. You know, that's all I heard from him. Shout out to Pops though. I still love him, you know. I I, I feel like him leaving made me the man I am today. Um But, but I yeah. feel like that alone takes a lot out of a person to sit there and to be able to forgive somebody for not being there. So that it, it would be here forever. I mean, I forgave him while I was in jail because I was going, you know, knowing what I did to my kids, and hopefully they forgave me. So I had to. In order for me to forgive myself, I had to forgive my dad. And if not, I couldn't move forward. I couldn't. I wouldn't. I couldn't able. I wasn't able to to move forward with my life. I I would have this this hurt inside me, and I just had to let it go. Okay, he left. What are you do about it? Cry about it? No, keep on moving. You can't cry about it. A lot it. of us cry. About I mean, it. I, I didn't cry. I mean, <laughs> I don't cry I, about I it. Cry. I didn't cry about it. I, I let it. I, it is what it is, you know. Pops left, you know. Um, and he only lived like four houses down. He didn't go too far. <laughs> the man, the man went four houses down, you know. And then wait, he, four houses? Four houses down. Oh, yeah. I thought you said four hours. Nah, four houses down, and then uh, oh, and then he awesome. moved two blocks down. And then he moved two blocks down. After he, you know, he got married, whatever. He moved two two blocks down. How did that make you feel, though? I didn't no, feel anything. Didn't feel anything. Didn't didn't process it. Didn't even. They didn't. Until like later on, I was like, okay, we're going to my dad's now. I'm two two blocks down. Well, first it was four houses down, then two blocks down. You know, so it didn't really bother me at all. Then it. You know, Are you sure? Because um, I would have been mad. I, I No, you know who was mad? And you hate me right now. My brother Dennis, he was mad. He was the one that hated. This. He hates my dad to this day. <laughs> this man hates my dad. He's like, fuck you. You know, you know. But I I, I I have no hatred. I didn't have no hatred to him. You know, you know. I mean, he left. You know, it's just like, you know, he, he left. You know, it's like he. I feel like he left so that he couldn't tell me what to do. He had no. He had no. 
he had no say so into how I how I moved or how I was, you know. But did that make you act out? No, I, I it, it just I feel like it just it, it he was like the protector, right? He was the one that was like when he was staying at the household, it was like don't turn into a gang, don't 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 turn don't be a gang member, don't don't do bad stuff. And then when he left, we didn't have that structure, so. It was like, all right, well, I'm going to test the waters. I tested it and liked it. And it I wonder if unconsciously you did it to get back at him then. Uh, no, you know, and no, I didn't you, I didn't even think about that, you know. I said unconsciously. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, maybe, you know, but, you know, and then when he found out. How old were you when that happened, though, when he lived, like, four houses down? Uh, man, teenagers, <laughs> maybe, like, nine, ten, something like that. And you were the oldest. I was the oldest, yeah. But we're all 11 months apart, so we're all, you know, we're back and to back to back. seeing him around, did that have any reaction? Well, no, because he was still always there. He'll pick us up, and then he, it was like, he moved to my to my grandfather's house, and then he moved to my aunt's house, which is a block away. We, you know, it went from, it went from four houses to one block to the next block. So, it's like, he was always there, you know, and then uh, as we got older, we just stopped going with him because of, um, because of his wife, you know, which he's not with now, so... Anyways, but yeah, you know, this it didn't. It, I feel like if he was there, it would have stopped me from being the things that you went. Through. I would never, I would never turn out being, you know, I would never. But I think that games, that's one know? hurdle alone is to have like an absent parent. Yeah. Let alone that lives four four houses. Down but he was still there, you know. It was just more so after he got married and he had other kids. It's like whatever. I didn't really care, you know. Just kept that. Had you, you can't sit there and just cry about it. You gotta move on. But you know, I, I maybe it was like a little bit, like a little bit of hurt there. But like, couldn't show it, couldn't tell it. This is why we're here doing it right now, right? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't show it. You know what, <clears throat> what I mean? I wasn't allowed to show it, you know, because my mom didn't. My mom didn't show it. She didn't show us that, you know. So you know, it was good at. We we're pretty much good at hiding it. You know, so this is why we're doing a podcast now. Where I'm doing a podcast now for men's mental health. You know, so being that young and um, being that young and and having that happen throughout your childhood, what would you say? What was the most like? Um, well, I'm gonna say bad thing that happened. Like one one of the things that actually sticks out to you that you think like <clears throat> has a big impact on you. Or is it a couple things? I mean, what? I mean, you know, um, running to the streets, you know. But I can't Why say that, though, because I feel like that, everything happens for a reason. I feel like it made me the man I am until today. So it's like nothing. It's like, I don't know. Hard like, you literally have, like, no regrets because of No regrets at all. Because it feels like I am the man I am until today. To, to, like, I couldn't go through what I went through. If we say, let's say he stood there, you know what I mean? I wouldn't... I, Maybe I would have went to college and finished high school and did all that good stuff. You know. What made you? <clears throat> what made you want to turn out? What was your influences? Oh, just you know, uh, family members. You know, family members. That's what it was. You know, and then my dad wasn't there. He was the one that was telling us, and I was scared of my dad. You know, he's like six two and shit. You know, <laughs> big, tall. You know, it, you know his voice. You know, it was all like, all right. You know, and then when he left, it was like, okay, we have no one. You know what I mean? My mom, you know, she she worked every day. How Probably, old were you when, when he left? I don't know, like I said, like I don't know, maybe teenagers like nine, ten, something like that, twelve. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah. But... Yeah, so well, that's do you think you had to keep it all together or say that you didn't care and because you were the oldest technically and you said you're what you said two other brothers yeah they all had a different response or reaction than you well i think me and my brother me and my brother marcos we had both like we didn't care dennis was the one that was my boy and so for him it was like all right forget my dad but i think me and my, me and my brother marcos like we pretty much like whatever man like all right it didn't affect us. And I don't know. I feel like it didn't affect us. Maybe it did, just didn't see it. But it didn't affect us. That takes a strong woman and raised three boys. Yeah, she did. She own. did. She did her best. You know what I mean? Look at us now. I mean, we're doing. We're, we're doing pretty good. I'm better than what most thought we were gonna do. You know. And the fact that you know, I'm putting my mind through everything. You know, my brother Marcus got shot twice before he was the age of like 18, 19. You know. Right down 108, you know, and then me getting shot recently, you know, threw my mind in and out of jail. Yeah, you know? took a toll on my mom. You know, but just had to keep on pushing. But yes, yeah, so we're back to, yeah, so that's what happened. So mom and dad are there, my dad leaves, dad gets married, he has kids. You know, we don't see him for a while, you know, and then uh, I started having kids of my own. Kept on getting in trouble in our jail. And uh, that's when I that's when I started getting in touch with my inner self, you know. That's when I got, you know, started like um, <coughs> that's why I forgave my dad. I wrote him a letter. I got a hold of him, wrote him a letter. So I forgave my dad and just started my inner my inner self started coming out. <clears throat> Had to forgive him to move forward with my own life. Cause if not, you know, I was like, oh, I was forget him, you know, blame him. I would blame him. There I go with the blame, right? Blame him for the way I turned out. You know, and couldn't, I didn't, in reality, it wasn't him, you know, it was me, you know. So, like, <clears throat> after you got shot, <coughs> excuse me, after you got shot, like, what was your response after that? Because, you know, like. Nothing, it just made me go harder, it just made me, I just. It, it, did it make you go harder to leave the streets alone? No, it made me go harder with the streets, you know, I had to get back, you know, I gotta get, get back, I gotta go back and get revenge, you know. You think that would kind of like scare somebody though? Like, oh my God, I just lost my life. Like, no, it made me, no, I was totally opposite, you know? <clears throat> but then after a while, you know, um, that's when I started seeing the therapist and everything comes about, you know, and it's like, all right, I have to move. I have to get my kids out of there, take them away. No, more so take myself away because um, it's either, yeah. Somebody happened to myself or to somebody else. So, like, with your mom, like, like raising all three of you guys, like, by herself or whatever, like, did you, did she ever show, like, any signs of, like, struggling? Nah, no, like, she didn't. My, took, took all the trips, Disney World, three, four times, me and all my family. You know, I had, I was, we had computers, we had AOL, we had LineWire, we had all that. We were... In the basement, one hundred six in park in the basement, mixing CDs. We're the only persons out there in South Bend with a with a computer mixing CDs. Uh, we had all the Game Cubes. We had all the game systems you can name. Jordans. We had all the Jordans. You know, and it was just my mom taking three care. You know, three kids, boys. You know, yeah. back to and they were all back to back. Me and my brothers are all eleven months apart. You know, back to back to back. You know, me and my brother Mark were born in the same year, eighty seven. You know? 
So yeah, you know, my mom she did what she can. She never showed not not one sign of like struggle. She did not she did not show one sign of like never see my mom cry. That's you know? something very hard to do though. You know, is to sit there and hide your emotions. You know, that's what we, that's what that's where we're doing this right now, right? You know, that's what we, that's what we did. You know, and that's what I done. You know, till you know my my accident. You know. Like to get in touch with your inner self, you know, and take um, take responsibilities for your own actions, and you know, um, and also get help. You know, that's that's what we're here for, right? To get you know, to get counseling, you know. Um, and now I see like it's coming more, um, it's coming more uh, popular now, um, especially with like rappers now, you know, like G Herbo and Lil Dirt. They're the ones with um putting it out there now that now they're going to counseling and now they're seeking help and they're doing all this. Now, now everyone seems like, they seem like some, I think it's like it's opening doors now to certain people, you know, that, that, that are there. Not everyone's there. Do you think your reaction to um, getting shot and then like having that mindset of like, oh, we gotta get payback or whatever, like, because that's the expectation around here? Yeah. And because you can't like if you decided to leave the gang then everybody would have had their judgments or you know sign of weakness yeah so like do you think that had yeah of course yeah of course but then again it's like i didn't i wasn't i wasn't more so worried about what anyone thought or to think anyways that was it was me like this is this is my normal reaction i i know what what i have to do like this is i have to do what i have to do you know and yeah so i mean yeah and whatever you grew up, happens, happens like yeah. like you have a big family yeah very big family so like <clears throat> like did you ever have like um anybody come and talk to me like besides your mom like any cousins or or, no. or any best friends to sit there and try to talk you no, out of it no or try to turn no you the other way i mean for the most part it's like you have to learn on your own right they tell you not to touch the stove the burner's on right Tell you not to do it, right? It's hot. It's hot. Don't touch it. No, you want to test. You want to go. All right, I want to see how hot it is. You're gonna touch it, right? So that's what I did. You know, they would be like, "No, this ain't the lifestyle." Or you see what happened with me. But you're gonna learn. Or I'm not gonna tell you not to do it. You're gonna learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. You know, and they had to learn the hard way. You know, there was no one there. You know, and the and the people that were there. They're no longer around, either they're dead or, or they're in jail. You know. Did that know. wake you up or make no. you feel a certain way? What? Like they're either dead or no? Oh uh, no, nah, it's like, normal. It's 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 normal. It's, but that's not normal. It's it's yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, it happens. Yeah, like those those are like the expected like outcomes. I mean, that's yeah. We want to we want to break <clears throat> that, you know. But for me, at the time, that was normal. See people going in and out of jail. Seen people, you know, die. So, all right. Well, then what was the turning point then? Yeah, just go getting shot. And then it's like, see my kids, you know, like, hey, have them go through that. You know, you know what it was? When I came out of surgery, I see my son, Nick, right there. And I don't know how he was able to get past everything. When, when, I, when I woke up from surgery, they turned, I turned the corner and he was right there. He's just looking at me. I'm like, you know, he's like, here's your phone. And I'm like, fuck my phone. Like... Damn, I'm glad to be alive, you know. I lost a lot of blood, you know. 
So yeah, you know, see my son. Well, my other ones, my little ones, they were too small to understand, you know. But just the fact that you know that me not being there, losing them, them losing me, and not not me being able to take care of them. So then, know? would you say like, because you said that it made you like after you got shot, it made you want to go out there and like find revenge? Then yeah. So what made you want to get therapy, like, and actually like change your mind? And I was drinking one day, and I was off the henny. It was on like oh, man, no. like I was like man, like I can't keep on doing this, you know, like there's got to be a turning point with this. You know, um, let me let me see what they have to offer because it worked for me in jail, right? Mm-hmm. Right, you know, so like so nobody try, had to come try. to you and tell you like, hey, you should get therapy besides the people at the hospital. Yeah, nobody, nah, it was never thought of. Who who would think that? It was not something that was given to us or even processed us, or it was even an option. I don't know anybody that went to therapy, you know, and even when we asking people now, like, oh, I challenge it. No one came because they're not at this, they're not at that point where they want to to yeah. get help. Which is okay, you know, but when they want to get help, you know what I mean? Like, we're still here. Like, people like me, you know, I feel like I'm that breaking point for them, you know? And especially, like, the voice that I have and who I am, you know what I mean? I feel like when the time is right for them, they will come, you know? Maybe they're scared. Maybe they don't understand. But I feel like when they do listen to this, they can come and like, all right, you know, let me get some help and let me come on here. Let me talk about my experience and... You know, they're not even ones that not 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 even ones there. You know, it's okay. So, given that everything that you've been through, you know, growing up in a single family and like joining the gang and stuff, like, like, what did you do about school? You dropped out. Dropped out of high school. Yeah, dropped out of high school. So I got kicked out. They're killing and suspended. You know what I mean. Sophomore year, it was back to back to back to back, and they put me in alternative. My mom put me in alternative school in Olive Harvey, me and Rob. And the first day we left, second day we went back. I mean, Olive Harvey, you know what I mean? I didn't even know they had it. They had an like alternative program. Yeah, Harvey. it was pretty good, and I made my mom look bad because all I did was just argue and fight with the people that were there. Because where I was from and where they're from. Did you get kicked out of there? No, we just stopped going. Just stop going. So how did you get like your GED and stuff? Oh, when I got out of jail, when I got out of jail. Oh, there was this program I was introduced to. So got my GED and then, um, yeah, they helped me get my GED and I got it. I obtained my GED and then uh, got my CDM. Due to a wheel program, and you only can get wheel program if you go to jail. Which, <laughs> Kind of messed up. Yeah, I, I heard of that wheel program. Like, you, you have to, like, really be struggling in order for you to, like, get it. No. No. Well, I had a job and everything. They wanted, they they get you a job and they and they pay for your schooling. And you don't have to pay none of it back. I tried applying for that program a, while, a long time ago at Olive Harvey to go to school. Uh, no, this is, this I is, this is, this is, you had to be a convicted felon. Like, it, oh. you had, you had to have an IDUC number or, in my case, it was an IDUC yeah, I had an IDUC and I had a federal number at the time, so I get them both. I'm like, I know I'm gonna get this. So, so um, when you were in jail, were there any any uh anything for for like college or anything like? Yeah, that? but <clears throat> that wasn't. I already had a CD already. I'm yeah. only asking because I seen that they just passed a um, 
program to where they said that they're going to start giving out college credits now. They've been giving out college credits there. So why are they making it try to sound like it's all new? <laughs> Who's making it sound like it's new? I don't know. The Who's, news. I don't know. I seen it this morning on WGN. <laughs> but that's your that's your problem. You should be listening, watching Fox News. Nah, but yeah, they still there. They've always gave out credits, college credits, and and prisons. You know, it's just up to you. That's something I I, I don't like school. I just I got my GED just just to get it. You know, just say I got it. Didn't need it. Didn't use it. Never asked for it. But yeah, so back to yeah. So that's how you know my mom and dad dad left. You know, but. That's, I think that's where most of, that's where uh, a lot of stuff came from, my dad and I being there. You know, just, kind of just made me a better, I'm not a better person, but made me uh, a heartless person. Good care. That's just not a good thing, you know? Not at all. But, you know, um, I learned to forgive him. I have a good relationship with my dad now. He's, <clears throat> he's all right. He's a pretty cool guy, you know? Yeah, what do you guys, whatever else you guys have for me? How do you feel about, like, you know, people who are in gangs consider, like, everybody else who's in their, like, family or, you know, like, you guys are all really close and stuff, but maybe when you go to jail or, you know, all that, it's like people leave and you find out that they're not really there or, like, do you feel like the people who you were in the gang with are, like really people who you could depend on and who might understand the real you or, you know, all the feelings that are underneath that you can't be so open about? Well, you know, I, I knew that before before jumping into this that, you know, they weren't going to be there for you, you know. It's always just a certain selected few. Um, and so for me, I already knew what I got myself into. I seen it with my cousin, you know, him being locked up since the early 2000s, you know, and no one was there for him. So I knew what it came with. Um, and it didn't bother me because we all knew what we got ourselves into, you know. Um, didn't bother me at all, you know. Then what are the chances we, we took? You're saying a lot of things didn't bother you. <laughs> I mean, it might have. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm not once that I sit there and like cry or worry about well, how come nobody wrote me or nobody sent me no money. Like the fuck? I knew what came with it. Like I knew that wasn't. Now if you sent me a letter or sent me any money, I, I held it to my heart and 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 to this day, them people that that they did anything for me or looked out for me, I still keep in touch with them. You know, um, uh, it wasn't easy. I didn't express my feelings to them like like deep down, but like I would tell them, like, hey man, thanks. I really appreciate you. I love you. You know, um, I, um, I, I, I want you to do good. You know, like <laughs> stay out. This, you know, this ain't the lifestyle. You know, like they don't. Nobody gives a care. No one gives no. They give no. They give. They don't care about you. You know, at the end of the day, they don't care about you. And it's very selective few they do care. You know, um, it happens, right? You know, that's what it is. You know, um, for me, I, I can say I take care of a lot of people that are that are incarcerated right now and you know I and this is an everyday thing uh, Erica sees what, everything that I have to go through with these guys I, I sit there um, I, I do say, everything I'm like it's a lot to deal with you know only thing I can do is see these guys you know but they need money I send them money they, they need pictures I send them pictures emails letters whatever it is they need they call me even just for like a couple minutes alright man I'm at work I gotta let it go you know 
getting lawyers, um, man, it's a lot, you know. There's only there's only very very few of us out there that do that, you know. I would say I'm, you know, I think a lot of people vouch for me say I'm very I'm one of very few. You know, but uh, you know, when you even when you get locked up, the people that you thought that you're your enemies, they're not even your enemies. You know what I mean? You guys are sitting, chilling, eating together. Yeah. You know, like you guys are friends. You know, like unless it's it's unless it's deeper than you know, unless you did something to me like physically, then we're not gonna be cool. But like, we can sit there about, oh man, you're from around, you're from around here, or you're from the east side. Oh, what's up? And we start, we start just linking up, and we know the same people. And it turns out that. You're like my third, fourth cousin. You know what I mean? Like you have a baby with one of my cousins or something. Like damn, dude. Like it's crazy. You know, it's not like what it seems to be when people make it out to seem. You know, you might have you know, your setting might be a guy from from around the way, and you know, you guys become cool. You know, it's like blood in blood out. Yeah, so like that's not how it works in your. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> when you see on TV, it's not what it is. You know, but um, yes. Yeah, so yes, yeah, so that's my some of my story. You know, um. I just learned to grow every day. I struggle, it's like everybody else. I'm not saying I'm perfect, you know, but I still struggle with a lot of things, but I've learned to get better with it, you know, and I just keep on trying um, and keep on moving forward, you know, and just know that people are out there that, that really do care and you need the help that you're looking for, hit up Manda. <laughs> We got her right here. <laughs> Amanda underscore Aguilera at debcounseling.org. Hit her up. 773-828-3200. Give her that. Uh, but yeah, hit her up, man. You know, um, it's, it's it, you know, but you got to be ready for it, man. You know, this, you don't want to play games with nobody's time. You know, you... And that's why I, I that's why I didn't take it seriously at first when they were calling me, calling me. I knew for sure I wasn't ready, you know. I, you had to get, you know, I'm glad they kept on blowing my phone up. I'm like, man, call me again. I'm with Patty, and Patty's all like, who's calling you? I'm like, man, like, my, my, you know, like, oh, oh, girl, and dude, you know, they want me to, she's like, answer it. Nah, hell no, man. We're on our third bottle of Henny already, you know? Like, nah. You know, and then finally, I was had to fit in my hand, you know, and they kept on calling, you know, and I'm like, let me give it a shot, you know? And it changed, and it, and it helped me a lot. I'm so glad I, I, and therapy is very hard too guys like in order for it to work like you have to tell them how you feel exactly how you feel or else it's not gonna work like well how AA says it like it works if you work it you know like it's like you have you know you have to you have to work I think like the first two sessions are like probably the hardest ones that you'll have to go through because you have to literally go start off from the beginning and everything starts with what Amanda what childhood yep your childhood there you go so this is why we're doing a part two of part one because we just got to my adulthood you know but i mean it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't that bad but it was bad you know i mean i think you have like the odds stacked against you for sure and i think i still do at times you know but i'm i'm hey do not be drinking jargon sorry (laughs) no um (laughs) Yeah, of course. I think we all are, not just me. I feel like we all are within. I say all. I say within Chicago but itself. Honest, I feel like this, the, the odds are always there. To be honest, us, you know? I feel like it's more so towards the guys that have it harder because they have like so much more like influence. Like there's not girls that are influencing us to like. Huh? You hear my daddy? <laughs> <laughs> that girl's a devil. Sorry, Patty. <laughs> 
I'm not sorry. <laughs> nah, shout out Patty, no man. No. But um, yeah, <clears throat> man. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's harder for for boys, especially to be raised out here, because they literally have like, like there's. Like, so many people are looking at them like, okay, you grew up now, in this area. But now, though, Erica, man, no. It's, they're so fucking soft now. <laughs> they're, they're, these fucking, you know what I mean? They got it. They're good now. I think I think we had, to, we, I think we had to go through what we had to go through for our kids. You now, just said somebody got to break the cycle. Yeah, Stop being so yeah. tough. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we, I feel like we, we broke it now. Like, we're breaking that burial now, yeah. you know? But it's like... You know, these kids, That's you know, true. you know, I think it's a little bit too soft now. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, but you know, it's it's what it is though. I feel like we broke the cycle. I feel like we're breaking the cycle now. You know, we're getting And this. then you even said it yourself too, that like other you got other people looking out for each other's kids, like, hey, I heard your kid was doing this, hey, I just checked them and you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, of course. But um you know, more so uh, you know, I'll just you know, I just want to, but I think she'll go back to like, you know, what changes in my kids. You know, when I say my kids, you know, I, Nick, Adrian, Adi, Caleb, and Ariel, you know, my five kids, you know, all that I love so much. You know, I hope they listen to this one day and they know and they see that I love them, you know, and I appreciate them. And they taught me everything, you know, to, to be a dad. Oh yeah, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Sorry, you know, we're a little bit late. Well, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. <laughs> the dads that are not active, the dads that are active, the dads that are not here with us, the dads Hold that are on. Jail, the dads that are not the step active. Stepdads. You know, everybody's a dad no matter what, man. You know, you're a father and someone. Happy Father's Day. You know, uh, step your game up a little bit. I know I know, I know, I need to step my game up a little bit. I know I, I feel sure everybody need room for improvement, you know. Uh, you know, I don't know about the big mamas though. Shout out to them too. They alright though. <laughs> no, they they doing their thing. They doing their thing for my kids though. Shout out to them. You know, they they doing a good job raising my kids. You know, gotta give them their respect. And, you know, but yeah. Touche. You know, I know it's not hard. It's hard. It's not hard. I mean, it's, it's not, not hard. It's not easy raising these kids. You know, and gotta give them. Things. They cost a lot of money. I wish somebody would have told me that. Do not recommend. I do not recommend children. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess this is the last, um, the last, well, yeah, it's going to be July 1st tomorrow. So, yeah, the ending of men's mental health. But I feel like not just June, I feel like every month should be, you know what I mean? Especially for us men out here in Chicago, that it should be like, hey, whenever you guys want to come on here, you guys feel like you guys need to just vent or whatever. You mean, you just remain anonymous. Like, you ain't got to put yourself out nope. there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just come and just tell your story, you know, um, and uh, just put it out there, you know. Um, if, you guys got, if you guys got Blue Cross and Blue Shield, PPO, <laughs> hit us up. Shit, you know, we take all that. Uh, I, I don't know if we take Tell the link. I, 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 don't, I don't think we take the link, though. But, uh, you know, we, we can make something happen out here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, guys, man. Uh, uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, have a good 4th of July weekend. You guys stay safe. We will not be here next do week. Do not be blowing fireworks up. Don't do nothing stupid. Uh, stay safe. Yeah, we're not going to be here. Uh, Erica's birthday. You Ooh. know, we're going to Puerto Rico. I'll be 25. Yeah. So we're gonna, we'll be in Puerto Rico having a good time by the time you guys hear this. You know, so. And then let us know what, what we should talk about for next month. Yeah, uh, yeah, guys, comment, uh, subscribe, all that, hit the like button, hit all that, share, um, 
Man, you guys know what to do. <clears throat> I did have a friend that brought up when we first started this podcast. Um, he wanted to come on and remain anonymous or whatever, but I felt like it was like a a good a good thing to touch up on, and it was. Um, and I feel bad for not catching up with him, but his schedule is all whatever. So it's mainly that he's like the main caregiver in his family, right? He has he has all sisters, and a lot of them are older than him. Actually, I think he's the youngest one. So they're all older than him. And, you know, he has his nieces, his his sisters that sit there and they, they come to him and they ask him for like, like his sister asked for um, to put money down on a house. And she's like, just buy the house and I'll pay rent. Well, she stopped paying rent and messed up his name. Then his niece did like a 90 day fiance and he sponsored the guy. And now he's responsible for the guy for 10 years and he's already like messing up. So I feel like that touches more so on like with him being the only man and the only boy, like a lot of responsibilities fall on used men. And it's like, you Not know, all men, some men don't care. That's true. For real. But the stand up ones that the people know, like your family and everybody knows that they could come to you and, you know, like, oh, let me just come to you because you got it you know like you could sit here and help me yeah who's really gonna tell their family members no that especially your sisters or something <laughs> like <laughs> or you know and and it's just like it's just like now he put himself in a pickle and it's like <laughs> now you help out everybody and then you just like got yourself like you just screwed yourself over mm-hmm. sounds like he's a good guy or a bad guy I don't know yeah. But that my That's my point happened. of that was like was like you know like I said before like a lot of like is it was only it was always raised to be like oh women are supposed to like stay home and like wash the kids and you do know. these damn dishes yeah <laughs> like I yelled at last weekend because I didn't do the damn dishes no <laughs> water was overflowing the scene <laughs> no but it's like it's like I I think like all this pressure relies on the man because the man is supposed to do everything right. The man is supposed to go to work, come home, fix stuff around the house, do everything around the house, and what? See, this is why we need video because Nick doesn't have <laughs> Yeah. And then Erica's like, Yeah, we really need a video up there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, Nick does a lot here. <laughs> I'll do what I can, guys. But it it's just like it's just like I feel like men feel like they have like all this stuff like piled on them, right? Like men aren't supposed to cry, men aren't supposed to have feelings, yeah. men aren't supposed to feel a certain type of way about things and 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 you know or you're not supposed, supposed to, to show, do it and you're not supposed do it and that's it. Yeah. And you're not supposed to show your emotion, you're just uh, you're just supposed to shut up and do it. Because you're expected to. Yeah, so those men that are out there that feel like they come on here Sounds like a Mexican woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So look, so you men that are out there that feel like that, uh, come on, come, come uh, following week, not this week, uh, unless man wants to do it. Uh, I'm not doing it alone. Uh, all right, well, um, another week from yeah, leave me uh, alone like a Stephen Glansberg. <laughs> so next, not this week, the following week, you guys want to come on here? You know, um, we'll be we'll be here. Live in the, uh, in the in the living room on the track. Yeah, you guys don't be shy either. Yeah, it's not yeah. that bad. Tell them. Tell yeah, them you're not, nervous. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, first, then- yeah, you, you know, first you get nervous, you know, but 
you know, you come along after you have a couple cold ones, you know, now you're fine. Hey, <laughs> now you're fine. Nah, but for real though, you know, uh, we have, um, you know, we have food here. You know, we have some water, some drinks, you know. Uh, whatever you guys want, whatever it is to make you guys feel comfortable, we have here. You know, we crack a few jokes, you know, but... Um, yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good uh, podcast for us men and women to come out here and express yourself. And uh, yeah, man, we gotta let you guys go, man. We got Sounds of Santana going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're about eleven minutes late. Yeah. So stay as, long as, as long as they didn't get to Maria Maria yet, you know we're good. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that song. No. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for listening to us. And, um, you know, please share it. Like, subscribe, share, um, and then you all can, that good stuff. You can message either one of us, like, to, you know, come on or whatever. I think, like, I feel like I'm the third, like, I'm the third casted now. I'm like, I'm like Vlad and Boosie on here. I don't know right if you're the third girl. <laughs> You just might be, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna be the guest star no more. I'm just, I'm just part of, I'm just part of it now. I just made myself. <laughs> we're gonna have to get a few musketeers. No, we're gonna have to change the description. <laughs> <laughs> we're the three best friends. We're the wolf pack. But yeah, guys, man, come on here. Let's talk about it. You know. Um. All right. Yeah, well, man. thank you, Nick, for sharing. Anytime. Took a while to get on here. You know, Amanda. let me know. Uh, if you guys want more of me, please like, subscribe, <laughs> share. You know, hit me up. I'm more than welcome to come on here, talk about anything. And Tell everyone. all your nah. friends. Yeah, you know, my friends are scary. I don't know. Shout out to United Kingdom and South Africa because we got Woo-hoo. listeners down there. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I don't know how, but that's we're cool. there. We made it. We made it, Joe. International. International. <laughs> all right, guys. It's been real. Just take care. Bye. Love and peace.